is here. Amen. And the scripture says that the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Hallelujah. And the scripture says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, For you are a chosen people. Not frozen, chosen. Bukan yang frozen, bukan yang beku, tapi yang dipilih. How wonderful it is! The Lord says that we are His chosen people. Amen. Kita ini sudah dipilih oleh Tuhan. Amen. And the Greek word for that word chosen means you are handpicked by God. Dan bahasa Gerikanya adalah engkau ini dipilih khusus oleh Tuhan. You know, turn to one another and says you are handpicked by God. Katakan sebelah menyebelah engkau dipilih secara khusus. You are handpicked. By God. Truly, the scripture says faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Amen. So it's good that we should speak words to one another. So 1 Peter chapter 2 says, For you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. A holy nation. A people belonging to God. Umat kepunyaan Allah sendiri. That you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Supaya engkau memberitakan perbuatan-perbuatan yang besar daripada Dia yang membawa engkau keluar dari kegelapan kepada terangnya yang ajaib. This is God's declaration to us. Ini adalah pernyataan Allah bagi setiap saudara saya. And God has chosen us that we, as His people, may declare His praises. Dan kita ini dipilih supaya kita bisa memberitakan perbuatannya. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That this morning we can we can declare the most beautiful and wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Kita dapat menyatakan pagi hari ini nama yang ajaib, nama sesuatu nama itu nama Tuhan Yesus Kristus. Amen. Amen. You know the church, Bethany Church. This month, your theme is about the kingdom of God. Saudaraku di Bethany Church Singapore, kita punya tema untuk bulan Februari yaitu tema hidup di dalam kerajaan Allah. We see that reference in Luke chapter 17 verse 21 to 22. Di dalam Lukas pasal 17 ayat 21 sampai 22. Where the Pharisees was asking Jesus about his kingdom. Waktu orang Farisi bertanya tentang pada Tuhan Yesus tentang kerajaannya. And Jesus replied to the Pharisees and says that the kingdom of God is not visible. Dan Tuhan Yesus katakan kepada orang Farisi bahwa kerajaan Allah itu enggak kelihatan. It's not something that people will be saying that kingdom of God is here or kingdom of God is there. Enggak seperti oh kerajaan Allah di sini atau di situ. And and the Lord said to them and says that the kingdom of God is within you. Tetapi kerajaan Allah itu ada di dalammu. Hallelujah! Do you know each one of us carry the kingdom of God in our hearts? Setiap kita membawa kerajaan Allah di dalam diri kita. And it's so important as kingdom people, we must align our life to God's kingdom. Dan sebagai orang-orang dari kerajaan Allah, kita harus menyelaraskan diri kita dalam jalan kerajaan itu. We sang the song earlier, Lord Jesus, that You be the center of it all. Kita menyanyikan pujian tadi, katakan bahawa Yesus Engkau adalah pusat dari kehidupanku. In every nation, in every in every country, there cannot be two kings. There is only one. Di dalam satu negara tidak ada dua raja, hanya satu raja. We need to choose the king. Kita perlu memilih raja itu. You know, as we start this year 2019. Waktu kita mulai tahun ini 2019. I believe God is challenging us. Allah sedang menantang kita. To realign our life to His kingdom. Untuk menyelaraskan kehidupan kita kembali lagi dengan kerajaannya. Before we can be kingdom people. Sebelum kita menjadi umat dari kerajaan itu. Before we can do the things of His kingdom. Dan melakukan pekerjaan di dalam kerajaannya. Dear friends, it's important that we want to realign our life to His kingdom. Adalah penting bagi kita untuk menyelaraskan hidup kita dengan kerajaan itu. And this morning, I like to turn to a passage from the Old Testament. Membaca dalam Alkitab. Kitab dari Perjanjian Lama. And I've entitled it a place to go. Dan judul firman Tuhan pagi hari ini adalah tempat di mana kita pergi. Where do we align our life to? Kemana kita harus membawa hidup kita ini? Where can we go to a place where we can learn to learn kingdom living? Di mana kita bisa belajar tentang hidup di dalam kerajaan? You know, really, every year, I'm sure every one of us start the year planning our calendar. Setiap tahun kita ni selalu merencanakan kita akan pergi ke mana dalam satu tahun itu. I'm sure by now all of us our calendars are filled up. Mungkin kalender saudara sudah penuh. 
And most of us will always plan a holiday. And so often I would always ask people, where would be one place that you would like to go? And most people will tell me, you know, Sister Gwek Ju, you know, Dean or the principal, there's one place that I like to go is to go to Israel. Oh, saya suka pergi ke Israel. And it's so true because as a Bible school, we lead our students to Israel every year. Yeah, the great, uh, the school, school And so often people will tell me, you know, uh, Dean, uh, where do you think we should go in Israel? And I'm sure many of you who are sitting here, you have been to Israel. Amen. To bless the nation. Like me, I like to know where am I going. Ya, seperti saudara juga saya suka kemana saya ini akan pergi. And I would do a study of the country that I'm going. Ya, saya biasanya pelajari dulu negara itu gimana. And the easiest place to do is go Google. Dan biasanya kita pergi ke Google. That's our best friend, isn't it, right? Itu tempat yang ter- terbaik. Last year, my husband and I we went to Korea. Ya, suami saya dan saya pergi ke Korea tahun lalu. And I was excited about Korea. Oh, saya senang sekali bisa ke Korea. Not because I love to watch Korean drama. Bukan I'm karena not. saya suka nonton Korea drama. My husband always says I'm already very drama. Ya, biasanya saya ini suka drama. So anyway, you know, so I said let's Google and the 10 most beautiful place to go in Korea. Nah, mari kita cari 10 tempat yang terindah di Korea. And then, you know, every Singaporeans will do the 10 most pl- um, um Favorite restaurant that you should eat in Korea. How can no Singaporeans look for food, right? Yeah, that is Singaporean our pastime, you know. So I Google and it says the best Korean chicken. Yeah, saya Google tempat makan Korea chicken yang paling enak. The best Korean ginseng chicken. Dan Korea gin apa gin ayam ginseng. So I've got everything on my list. Saya punya itu daftarnya. And someone asked me and says, Dean, did you check out, you know, the best Korean place that you can have a facelift? Orang tanya kepada saya, Dean, apa kau nggak ngecek itu tempat operasi plastik yang paling bagus? You know, I'm living at the best time of my life. I just celebrated 63 this year. Wow. All glory to God, huh? Going to 64. And I told them. Dan saya katakan kepada mereka. In the Lord, I don't need a facelift. I need a faith lift. Amen. Hallelujah. In God, we all need a faith lift. You know, there's no other place than the presence of God. So, you know, a place to go. And this morning, I like us To turn to Exodus chapter 33 verse 7 to 14. Mari kita buka Alkitab kita dalam Keluaran pasal yang 33 ayat 7 sampai 14. Where the, where the Bible tells us that Moses would go there. Yaitu tentang cerita di mana Musa itu pergi ke tempat itu. And the scripture tells us that this place is called the tent of meeting. Tempat itu disebut adalah kemah pertemuan. We're going to look at the scriptures together. I think it's important that we want to read the word of God. Kita mau membaca firman Tuhan. From here we're going to draw some observation. Dan kita akan mengamati beberapa poin. And bring an application to our life. aplikasi dalam hidup kita. Because we don't want to just be hearers of the word. Kita cuman-cuman sekedar mau mendengar firman Tuhan. But we want to be doers of kita the word. Kita mau menjadi pelaku firman Tuhan. To be kingdom people, we must do the word of God. Untuk menjadi orang di dalam kerajaan Allah kita harus bergerak dan melakukan firman Tuhan. You know, dear friends, when we worship the Lord together corporately like Waktu this, three things happen. Waktu kita menyembah Tuhan bersama-sama, ada tiga hal yang terjadi. If you are writing notes, just Write down three things. Ada tiga hal yang terjadi kalau saya mau catat. Number one, worship involves us looking. Penyembahan itu artinya mencari, memandang. Number two is listening. Yang kedua adalah mendengarkan. Three is learning. Yang ketiga adalah belajar. You see, when we were worshiping God this morning, we were looking to God. Waktu Amen. Waktu kita menyembah Tuhan bersama-sama, kita memandang Allah. We were beholding Him as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Kita memandang Dia sebagai Raja segala Raja Tuhan segala Tuhan. But the second important thing. Tapi yang kedua yang penting. 
is that we need to listen to what the Lord is saying And how do we listen? Dan bagaimana kita mendengar? We listen to his word. Kita mendengar dari firman Tuhan. So that when we walked out of this place, supaya kita meninggalkan tempat ini, we can learn and to walk in his ways. Kita belajar untuk hidup berjalan di dalamnya. So we're going to do this this morning. We're going to look into hal ini kita akan memandang firman Tuhan. And listen to what the Lord has to say. Mendengarkan suaranya. Let's look at the verse again from Exodus 33. I'm going to read in English. I'm sure you can follow in Bahasa um, in, um, in the in the uh, yeah. translation. Yeah, I'm going to read it. All right. It says Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the Tabernacle of Meeting. In some translation, it is called the Tent of Meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting which was outside the camp. Verse 8. So it was, whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. Verse 9. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle, that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. Verse 10, all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose and worshipped, each man in his tent door. Verse 11 says, So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend, and he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Well, just to help us to understand that this, the tent of meeting was different from the tabernacle that we read in the scriptures uh, in Exodus. Jadi kemah pertemuan yang kita baca di Keluaran 33 ini berbeda dari tabernacle Musa yang akan dibangun berikutnya. Alright, but I'm not going to go into the tabernacle, but I'm going to talk about the tent of meeting, the place to go. Saya akan berbicara tentang kemah pertemuan ini, bukan dari tabernacle Musa. Dear friends, the tent of meeting is probably not the most uh, beautiful place. Dan kemah pertemuan itu mungkin bukan tempat yang paling indah. Nor it was the most convenient. Bukan yang paling nyaman. Neither it is the most appealing in the form of structure. Atau mungkin bukanlah satu tempat yang secara struktur tempat yang menarik. Appealing in architecture or design. Mungkin menarik secara arsitektur atau desain. But you know, dear friend, yet it was the most vital, a most important place that Moses needed to go. Tapi itu tempat yang sangat penting di mana Musa harus pergi kepadanya. But yet this morning, dear friends, it is one of the most important journey in each one of us in our life. Dan adalah satu perjalanan yang terpenting dalam kehidupan kita setiap kita. When we read the scriptures from Exodus 25 to 31, the tent of meeting was actually a precursor to the building of the tabernacle of Moses. Dan kemah pertemuan itu adalah pendahulu dari tabernacle Musa yang dibangun kemudian. When we read the book of Exodus 25 to 31, we know that when Moses ascended the sixth ascent to Mount Sinai, God actually gave him the blueprints to build the tabernacle. Jadi di keluaran dua pasal 25 sampai 31 itu Musa naik sampai ke enam kalinya dan Tuhan memberikan desain dari tabernakel Musa. The tent of meeting was a place where God would meet with the people of Israel. Dan kemah pertemuan adalah tempat di mana Allah bertemu dengan umatnya Israel. I'm going to ask us to pull up the slide to say that the Hebrew word for the tent of meeting. Dan adalah bahasa Ibrani dari kemah pertemuan itu adalah. You will see that the Hebrew word is Ohel Moed. Ohel Moed. Now, the word in Hebrew literally means the tent of appointed meeting place. Ya, dalam bahasa penerjemahannya adalah kemah pertemuan di mana mereka berjanji bertemu. Ohel Moed was a fixed time, an appointed time. Ada satu waktu khusus, ada waktu janji temu. 
You know, dear friends, every Sunday when we come and worship the Lord like this together, it is an appointed time for us to meet with God. Setiap minggu kalau kita beribadah bersama-sama adalah tempat waktu bersama-sama kita ditentukan untuk kita menyembah Tuhan. You know, as we look at this text in Exodus chapter 33 to um, 7 to 14 this morning, dan kita kita baca dari Keluaran 33 7 sampai 14, we going to look at what's so special about the tent of meeting. Apakah yang penting dari kemah pertemuan itu? What can we learn from this tent of meeting? Apa yang kita pelajari dari kemah pertemuan itu? I mean, what does it do with my life? What's so what is the question? Uh, ya, apa itu hubungannya dengan kehidupan kita? How does it align me to be a kingdom person. Bagaimana itu berdampak dalam kehidupanku sebagai orang dari kerajaan Allah? You know, dear friend, Jesus says the kingdom of God is within you. Tuhan Yesus katakan bahwa kerajaan Allah itu ada di antara engkau di dalam engkau. The first thing we need to want to do is to align our inner being to God. Amen. Kita perlu menyelaraskan ke manusia rohani kita ini dengan kerajaan Allah. When our inner being is cultivated, when our inner being is aligned with God, our doing will always be right. Jadi kalau kehidupan rohani kita, manusia rohani kita ini selaras sesuai dengan jalan Tuhan, dengan firman Tuhan, maka apa yang kita lakukan selalu tepat juga. And that's why, dear friends, that we need to align our heart to God first to know His assignment for us. Dan hidup kita ini perlu selaras dengan Firman Tuhan supaya tugas yang kita lakukan itu juga selaras dengan kemauan Tuhan. The first observation one to see from this text in Exodus chapter 33, verse 7 to 14 is this verse. Observasi yang pertama yang dari kemah pertemuan adalah. The first thing you see here in Exodus chapter 33 verse 7 says, Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp, some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting, calling it Ohel, Ohel, Moed. Ya, sesudah itu Musa mengambil kemah dan bentangannya di luar perkemahan, jauh dari perkemahan orang umat Israel dan menamainya Ohel, Moed, kemah pertemuan. Dear friends, I want you to notice two very important words there. Ada dua hal yang penting. Two keywords. Dua dua kata kunci. The first one is used to. Ini katakan dalam bahasa Inggris ada kebiasaan, biasanya. The word used to means in the habit of doing. Dalam satu kebiasaan dia sudah melakukan itu. What is the what is it that 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 Moses was in the habit of doing? Apa yang biasa dilakukan oleh Musa? The Bible says that he will pitch a tent outside the camp. Yaitu dia biasanya mendirikan kemah di luar perkemahan. So that he would meet with God. Supaya dia bisa bertemu dengan Allah. You know, as I said again, the tent of meeting it is an appointed time. Kemah pertemuan itu kan tempat janji temu sudah ditentukan. It was it was an appointment with the Lord. Adalah tempat di mana sudah ditentukan untuk bertemu dengan Allah. Dear friends, if we have a very important appointment to meet with someone important, kalau kita ini ada janji temu dengan seorang yang sangat penting, you know what? We don't take it for granted, isn't it? Kita tidak akan asal-asalan kan? I don't know about you. I will dress up. Oh, saya biasanya akan pakaian yang bagus. I will make sure my hair is in order. Biasanya supaya rambut saya itu rapi. You know, God wants to meet with us. Allah itu ingin bertemu dengan kita. We don't want to carelessly going into the presence of God. And God wants each one of us. He wants to have an appointment with you and I. Allah ingin membuat janji bertemu secara pribadi dengan setiap saudara. We know throughout the scriptures in Exodus, the previous chapter, that Moses. You know, it was a very, it was a common habit. It was his usual practice to meet with God. Engkau tahu bahwa Musa itu biasa bertemu dengan Tuhan di dalam pasar-pasar sebelumnya. Sometimes one day. Kadang-kadang satu hari. Sometimes two days. Kadang-kadang dua hari. And no, we know that Moses stayed in the presence of God for forty days and forty nights. Dia tinggal dalam hadirat Tuhan empat puluh hari empat puluh malam. In fact, the scripture says that Moses ascended up to the Mount Sinai eight times. Dan dikatakan dalam Alkitab bahwa Musa itu naik ke Gunung Sinai untuk bertemu dengan Tuhan itu delapan kali. And scholars have told us that Mount Sinai is not like Bukit Timah Hill, you know. Mount Sinai itu nggak seperti Bukit Timah Hill. But it is, it is thousands, you know. Of apparently, it's like two thousand over, you know, meters. Tinggi sekali. It's high. It's very high. Tinggi sekali. 
could you imagine for Moses he goes up one day and the Lord give him instruction he comes down next day he goes up again and the Lord give it he comes down again wow I don't know about you if I climb Bukit Timah Hill I'm like uh, I'll rest for uh, three months What's the challenge? What's the challenge for you and I this morning? Apakah tantangannya bagi saudara dan saya pagi hari ini? What are we used to doing? Apa yang kita ini biasa lakukan? What are we used to doing to build our inner man here, our spiritual being? Disiplin apa yang kita lakukan untuk membangun manusia rohani kita? Dear friends, as believers and as children of God, Sebagai anak-anak Tuhan, sebagai umat Tuhan, we must cultivate the habit used to meeting with God daily. Kita harus bangun kebiasaan bertemu dengan Tuhan setiap hari. What kind of habits are you cultivating? Kebiasaan apa yang kau sudah buat hari-hari ini? You know, um, no, many of us don't like discipline. Ya, biasanya kita nggak suka disiplin. Is it true? Ya, benar bukan? Yeah. We all like, we all desire. Kita semua hanya menginginkan. I desire to be a giant of God. Oh, saya ingin menjadi orang yang dipakai Tuhan luar biasa. I desire to be, you know, uh, to be a strong Christian. Menjadi orang Kristen yang kuat. Desire is good. Keinginan itu bagus. But what is lacking is discipline in our life. Tetapi yang kurang itu disiplinnya. Nobody likes discipline. Gak ada orang yang suka disiplin. Have you ever disciplined your, your child and your child says, Mommy, I love it, love it. Come on, beat me more. Pernahkah saudara that. marahin anak saudara, disiplin anak saudara, terus anak saudara, wah luar biasa, Mami, lebih-lebih lagi kasih. You know, dear friends, I want to challenge us the beginning of this year. Dan tantangan kita untuk tahun ini. Discipline of prayer, of fasting. Disiplin untuk kita berdoa, berpuasa. Discipline to take time alone with God. Dan mengambil waktu sendiri dengan Tuhan. In the journeys of my life, di dalam kehidupan saya, my time is 4 a.m. Waktu saya itu empat jam empat pagi. Some of you says, Oh, Dean, you are quite an alien. No, 4 a.m. I just, I'm just starting to sleep. Aduh, jam empat pagi baru mulai tidur, Dean. God has put in my life this discipline. Sudah menaruh disiplin itu dalam hidup saya. To spend time with Him. Untuk bersekutu dengan Dia. I pray that to catch the heartbeat of our Father about His kingdom, we must spend time with Him. Saya berdoa supaya setiap kita ini bisa menangkap detak jantungnya Tuhan, keinginannya Tuhan dengan cara kita bersekutu dengan Dia. Another interesting word that is that is in this verse is the word outside. Ya kata kunci yang kedua itu adalah berbicara tentang di luar. He says Moses pitched the tent outside the camp. Kemah pertemuan itu dibangun oleh Musa di luar perkemahan orang Israel. The question we want to ask ourselves is why outside the camp, which is a distance away? Dibangun di luar jauh lagi dari perkemahan. Why outside? Kenapa di luar? You know, dear friends, for practical reason. Secara praktis. Isn't it easier to pitch the tent of meeting inside the camp? Apakah enggak lebih baik dibangun di dalam perkemahan aja? You mean that you know really that for people it's easier for people to go? Yeah, lebih gampang orang kelihatan kan? Isn't it easier for people to go there? Lebih cepat, more convenient, more regularly. Lebih nyaman, lebih gampang gitu. But Tetapi, the scripture tells us that the camp was pitched outside. Firman Tuhan sebutkan bahwa kemah pertemuan itu di luar perkemahan orang Israel. You know, dear friends, as we just read just now, the tent of meeting was a holy place. Tempat itu adalah tempat kudus. You know why he says that when when Moses entered the tent, the cloud of the presence of God will descend. Waktu Musa itu masuk ke kemah pertemuan itu, maka tiang awan itu akan turun. You know, the cloud always symbolizes the presence of God. Itu melambangkan hadir. And you know what? We worship a holy God. Kita sedang menyembah Allah yang kudus. The tent of meeting was a place where, where is a holy place where God meets with His people. Kemah pertemuan itu adalah kemah tempat kudus di mana Allah bertemu dengan umatnya. And the scriptures also tells us that there's a separation between holiness 
and sinfulness. Dan di dalam Alkitab katakan jelas ada perpisahan antara dosa dan kekudusan. And truly, you know that that holiness of God cannot dwell in the sinfulness. Dan kekudusan Allah tidak dapat tinggal di antara dosa perkemahan umat Israel. That's why the camp have to be camped outside. Karena itu kemah pertemuan itu dibangun di luar perkemahan orang Israel. How did the children of Israel sin against God? Bagaimana umat Israel itu berdosa melawan Tuhan? We read in the scriptures that God was displeased, God was grieved by their stubbornness and their disobedience. Dan Allah itu disakiti oleh umat Israel yang tidak taat, ya tidak nurut. You remember Moses ascended into Mount Sinai for 40 days. Musa itu naik ke gunung Sinai selama 40 hari. And when the children of Israel could not see Moses, they begin to cry out to Aaron and says, "Where is Moses?" Dan waktu umat Israel itu sudah tidak sabar lagi nunggu Musa turun, dia katakan kepada Harun, "Mana ni Musa?" They're impatient, they're rebellion. Dan mereka itu memberontak dan mereka tidak percaya. They ask Aaron to erect a golden calf so that they can worship. Ya, mereka minta Harun itu bikin lembu emas. And we see that in Exodus 33, when God says, "I will not go up in your midst because you are an obstinate people, lest I destroy you." Di ayat tiga dari Keluaran 33 dikatakan, "Aku tidak akan berjalan di tengah-tengahmu karena engkau ini bangsa yang tegar tengkuk supaya jangan aku membinasakan engkau di jalan." You see, but God's heart is always wanting, you know, to to commune with His people, to meet with His people. Tapi sebenarnya Allah itu rindu untuk bertemu dengan umatnya. You know, dear friends, I want to tell you this morning that God has always wants to draw near to us. Allah itu ingin selalu dekat dengan kita. But His people is always wanting to go away from Him. Tetapi umatnya itu yang seringkali menjauh dari Tuhan. And God says, if you draw near to Me, I will draw near to you. Tuhan katakan kalau engkau mendekatlah kepadaku dan aku akan mendekat kepadamu. Hallelujah! This morning. Pagi hari ini. The Lord says that my grace is sufficient for you. Firman Tuhan katakan kasih karunia-Ku cukup bagimu. You know what God in his grace told Moses, you pitch the tent outside that I can meet with you. Dan karena kasih karunia Tuhan itu, maka Musa itu disuruh bangun kemah pertemuan di luar perkemahan orang Israel. And as his redeemed people, Jesus dan sebagai orang percaya Yesus In in Hebrews chapter 13 Ibrani pasal yang ke-13 It tells us that Jesus had to die outside the city gate Bahwa Yesus itu harus mati di luar pintu gerbang Hebrews chapter 13 if you have your Bible verses 12 to 13 Ibrani pasal 13 Let me read this to you in English Yang kedua And it says here so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate To make the people holy, Hallelujah, through His own blood. Ya itulah sebabnya Yesus telah menderita di luar pintu gerbang untuk menguduskan umatnya dengan darahnya sendiri. Let us then go to Him outside the camp. Ya karena itu marilah kita pergi kepadanya di luar perkemahan. Bearing the disgrace He bore. Dan menanggung kehinaannya. You know, dear friends, aren't you excited what Jesus has done for us? Dan saya bersungguh bersuka cita untuk apa yang Yesus telah lakukan. That in spite of our sinfulness of our nature, through His grace, He has provided us that we can meet with God. Walaupun dosa dan sifat dosa kita, karena Kristus dia kita bisa bertemu dengan Allah. You know, in Isaiah chapter six. Yesaya pasal enam. He says here, in the year that King Uzziah died, he says, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and and his robe fills the temple. Pada tahun matinya Raja Uzi, aku melihat Allah Tuhan tinggi menjulang dan ujung jubahnya itu memenuhi bait kudusnya. And Isaiah six describes how Isaiah saw a revelation of who God is. Dan Yesaya melihat pewahyuan tentang kemuliaan Allah. Isaiah not only had a revelation of of the Lord as King, but he also saw that God was A holy God. Dan Yesaya mendapatkan satu pewahyuan bukan hanya Allah itu adalah Raja, tetapi Dia adalah Allah yang kudus. And Isaiah says, you know, he saw the angels crying to one another, "Holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory." Dan malaikat itu berseru satu dengan lain katakan, "Kudus, kuduslah Tuhan alam Allah semesta." But dear friends, when Isaiah had an encounter with God. He saw his own sinfulness. Dan Yesaya pada waktu dia bertemu dengan Allah, dia melihat betapa dosanya dia sendiri. And Isaiah says, "Woe to me, for I am a man of uncleanness." Celakalah aku, karena aku adalah orang manusia yang 
najis bibir. And I lived among people of uncleanness. Dan tinggal di antara orang-orang yang berdosa. But hallelujah, Isaiah says, I saw God taking the coal from the altar and cleanse his lips. Tapi Serafim itu mengambil bara api itu dan memurnikan, menyucikan mulutnya. Dear friends, this morning we have good news, amen, because of what Jesus has done for us. Oleh karena darah Tuhan Yesus kita memiliki kabar yang baik, amen. Hallelujah, he says here, let us then. Marilah kita. That we, like Moses. Seperti dengan Musa. We can go into the tent of meeting to meet with Him. Kita dapat bertemu dengan Tuhan di kemah pertemuan itu. The next observation from this verse. Yang berikutnya adalah. The first one is the tent of meeting was outside. Yang pertama tadi adalah kemah pertemuan itu di luar. The second thing is that the tent of meeting was a place that anyone could come to require of the Lord. Yang berikutnya adalah tempat di mana setiap orang dapat mencari Tuhan. In Exodus 33 verse 7 and 8, it says here. Ayat yang ke-7 katakan. It says anyone inquiring of the Lord would go. Setiap orang yang mencari Tuhan setiap orang mencari Tuhan maka akan pergi ke kemah pertemuan itu. Akan pergi ke kemah pertemuan itu. Verse 8 says Moses went out to the tent. All the people rose and stood at entrances to the tent and until he had gone into the tabernacle. Ya, sabila Musa keluar dari kemah itu bangunlah seluruh bangsa itu dan berdirilah mereka masing-masing di pintu kemahnya dan mereka mengikuti Musa dengan matanya sampai ia masuk ke dalam kemah. The tent of meeting, the Ohel Moed, was not only just for Moses. Kemah pertemuan itu bukan hanya untuk Musa. You know, dear friends, the Bible says they say anyone means anyone. What is anyone means anyone? Ya, Firman Tuhan katakan itu setiap orang, bagi semua orang. Means you and I. Artinya itu setiap saudara dan saya. It was not just reserved for Moses. Bukan hanya diistimewakan untuk Musa. He says anyone who would want to inquire of the Lord. Setiap orang yang mau bertanya, mencari Tuhan. Anyone who want to seek an audience with God. Ingin bertemu dengan Tuhan. You know where to go. Kau tahu di kemana sekolah pergi. Go to the tent of meeting. Pergi ke kemah pertemuan itu. It was God's open invitation. Adalah undangan terbuka dari Allah. Hallelujah! Isn't it good news for us that the tent of meeting was not just restricted to Moses? Kemah pertemuan itu bukan hanya untuk Musa. But all of us can have access to God. Setiap kita mempunyai akses kepada Tuhan. How wonderful this morning that all of us, as we worship God, we can have access to Him. Setiap kita ketika kita menyembah Tuhan, kita punya akses bertemu dengan Tuhan. But you know what? The sad news is this. Masalahnya adalah the children of Israel did not accept the invitation. Orang Israel itu tidak menerima undangan itu. The Bible tells us that they went to Moses and say, "You know what, Moses? You hear from God. We will stand far away. We don't want to go near to God." Umat Israel katakan, "Musa, engkau saja yang ketemu sama Tuhan." Dan mereka berdiri jauh dari hadirat Tuhan. He says, "Moses, you go hear from God. When you hear from God, you come and tell me." Engkau yang dengarkan firman Tuhan Musa dan engkau yang beritahukan kepada kami. Because they were fearful. Karena mereka takut. Because their past experiences. Karena pengalaman yang lalu. They were just happy to just watch. Mereka senang jadi penonton saja. Sometimes we are like that, isn't it, right? Kadang-kadang kita seperti demikian, bukan? We come to a church worship where the presence of God is just so strong. Oh, kita pergi ke satu ibadah di mana hadirat Tuhan begitu luar biasa. We just stand far away. Kita berdiri jauh di belakang. We just watch. Kita hanya nonton. You know what? In the kingdom of God, there is no spectator. Di dalam kerajaan Allah tidak ada penonton. All of us. Semua kita. Can enjoy and inquire of the Lord. Dapat menikmati hadirat Tuhan. Not because of my good work. Bukan karena kebaikan kita. Not because of who am I. Bukan karena siapa kita. But because of who He is. Tetapi karena siapa dia. Amen. And you know what? The greatest privilege as believers in Christ. Dan privilege yang terbesar untuk umat percaya. We all have a direct access to God. Kita itu mempunyai jalur langsung dengan Tuhan. We all have a direct access to our Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. Akses langsung kepada Bapa lewat Kristus Yesus. Amen. Amen. We don't have to go some to someone and say. Tidak perlu kita ketemu dengan orang. Hey, you pray for me. Let God speak to you, then you can tell me. Biar Tuhan katakan kepada kamu dan kasih tahu saya nanti. We all can hear from God. Kita semua dapat mendengar dari Tuhan. 
Haleluya. We can hear from the Father. Kita bisa mendengar dari Bapa itu. If we are willing to go in Kalau kita mau mengkhususkan waktu untuk mencari dia. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13 says this. Ephesians pasal 2 13 katakan. Ephesians chapter 2 13 says once you were far away but now you have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Engkau sudah dekat oleh darah Yesus. Amen. Amen. You know what? We all memorize phone numbers but there's one phone number that we all must remember. Ya, 333. Mungkin, kita mungkin enggak dengar, enggak ingat semua telepon nomor telepon, tapi kita ingat nomor telepon 333. Don't forget this number. Jangan lupa ya. Jeremiah 333. Yaitu Yeremiah 333. Call unto me. Uh, berserulah kepadaku. And I will answer you. Dan aku akan menjawab engkau. I will show you great and mighty things. Aku akan memberikan beritahukan perkara-perkara besar yang tidak engkau ketahui. You do not know. Dan yang engkau tidak pahami. I want to share with you a testimony. Saya ingin uh, berikan satu kesaksian. I've been serving in Tungling Bible School. Tungling, not Tungluk, ah, not Tungluk Tim Sama. <laughs> Tungling Bible School. Saya melayani di Tunglin Bible School, bukan Tunglok. <laughs> wow, Tungling Bible School have been for 40 years, 40 Sudah years. Sudah 40 tahun. Like the children of Israel, 40 years in the, you know, and we never had a building of our own. 40 tahun kita nggak punya bangunan sendiri, sir. We have moved from place to kita place, all rental. Kita pindah dari satu tempat ke tempat yang lain, semua nyewa. And um, in the year, you know, um, I think it was December 2017, we asked God. December 2017, kita bertanya kepada Tuhan. We say, God, Lord, in 2018, when we celebrate 40 years, God, we pray that you will give us a permanent place of dwelling. 2018, ketika kita masuk 2018, tahun, Tuhan beri tempat yang permanen. But in the eyes of men, it seems impossible. Di mata manusia, kelihatannya nggak mungkin. Because the Bible school has always been a faith journey. Ya, tapi di dalam uh, sekolah kita itu kita selalu ada dalam perjalanan iman. But you know, dear friends, we must ask, ask God for the impossible. Amen. Kita minta kepada Tuhan untuk hal-hal yang tidak mungkin. Di mata manusia tidak mungkin. It seems impossible. Tidak mungkin kelihatannya. And God says nothing is impossible with me. Tapi Tuhan katakan tidak ada yang terlalu sulit bagiku. Is there anything too difficult for me? Adakah yang terlalu sulit bagi Tuhan? No Lord. Tidak ada ya. So we ask God. Jadi kami meminta kepada Tuhan. One day we were praying and one of my staff says, you know Dean, God give me a vision that our new Bible school we're going to have a swimming pool. I was like, dan satu kali satu staff saya katakan Din nanti di kampus yang baru itu ada kolam renangnya. I say swimming pool, no, pray for classroom, not swimming pool. Jangan soal swimming pool, cari yang ada classroomnya. But you know what, dear friends? Tapi saya tahu. In 2018 we moved into a new place. Hallelujah. 2018 kami masuk ke tempat yang baru. We've got a building now that is 15,000 square feet. Building-nya itu 15.000 square feet. Another miracle. Luar biasa mujizat. The building was to be cost 6.5 million. Itu harganya 6.5 juta. It's impossible. Sing dollars. Bukan rupiah, sir. Sing dollars. In the eyes of man, it's impossible. Di mata manusia tidak mungkin. But God gave a promise. Tetapi Allah memberikan satu janji. The Lord says to me, keep on looking to me. Don't look at men. Tetap terus memandang kepadaku. Jangan lihat kepada orang lain. You know, sometimes we look to men, isn't it right? Kadang-kadang kita memandang kepada orang-orang. God says, look at me. Itu Allah katakan, pandang kepadaku. If I promise, I will see it true. Kalau aku yang janji, aku akan tepati. And the Lord said, when you when you go into the new building and start operating as a school, you will be debt free. Waktu engkau masuk ke kampus yang baru, engkau mulai beroperasi, engkau tidak akan ada hutang. When we first started, it was difficult. We could not get any bank loan. Ya, waktu kita mulai, waduh sulit sekali sampai pinjaman dari bank aja nggak bisa. Even in December, we were short of 1.5 million. Waktu Desember itu masih defisit sekitar satu setengah juta. But God says, I will keep to my word. Tetapi Tuhan katakan, aku akan tetap penuhi janjiku. My word, my time is perfect. Waktuku adalah waktu yang sempurna. 
You know, dear friends, two weeks ago, just as we as we started our school, started our school operation in the new Jadi, place. Dua minggu yang lalu, waktu kita mulai beroperasi di tempat yang baru itu, we received a baru. donation, one donation of 1.5 million, and we are debt free. Hallelujah! Come on, all glory to God. Satu setengah juta dolar dan semuanya beres, nggak ada hutang. Luar Not, biasa. Nothing more, nothing less. Nggak lebih, nggak kurang. Because we have a God who is more than enough. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ask of the Lord. Minta kepada Tuhan. Dear friends, there is no other place but in the praise of God. Tidak ada tempat lain kecuali di dalam hadirat Tuhan. Don't run here. Don't run there. Jangan lari sini, lari sana, tetapi cari Tuhan. Amen. Amen. Be in that place where God is. Di mana Allah itu hadir. This is where God will meet with you. Dan disitulah di mana Allah bertemu dengan kita. Third thing. Yang ketiga. As we look at this text. Yang waktu kita lihat firman ini. The tent of meeting was also a place of communion with God. Tempat itulah tempat communion, tempat bersekutu dengan Allah. In Exodus chapter 33 that we read just here at this verse in verse 9 and 11. Ya ayat 9 dikatakan. He says Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down. Musa masuk ke dalam kemah itu, turunlah tiang awan dan berdiri di pintu kemah itu. And stay at the entrance. Dan tinggal di sana. While the Lord spoke with Moses. Dan berbicaralah Tuhan dengan Musa di sana. It says the Lord would speak to Moses face to face. Dan Tuhan itu berbicara dengan Musa berhadapan muka dengan muka. As to a friend. Seperti seorang berbicara kepada teman. You know, this morning God is calling us His friend. Oh, pagi hari ini Allah memanggil kita sebagai sahabatnya. You know what? We are not enemies of God. Kita ini bukan enemy. Bukan bukan musuhnya Tuhan. We are no longer His foe. F O E means enemy. Kita bukan musuhnya Allah. But God has called us His friend to Jesus. Amen. Tetapi Allah memanggil kita itu sahabatnya oleh karena Tuhan Yesus. And the Bible tells us that we just read that it was a place where God would speak. Itu adalah tempat di mana Allah berbicara. You know, dear friends, when we inquire of the Lord, God will respond to speak to us. Waktu kita itu bertanya kepada Tuhan, Allah itu akan meresponi dan akan berbicara kepada kita. A lot of times, you know, when we ask of the Lord, we are so impatient, we quickly run away. Sering kali kita kalau mencari Tuhan itu belum apa-apa kita sudah pergi duluan. Then we say, Oh, your God, how come you never speak to me? Tuhan, kenapa kau nggak pernah bicara? You know, let me just outline three qualities of a friend. Ada tiga kualitas dari seorang teman. If I would consider my dear pastor standing here as my friend, ya kalau kita ni berteman, a friend will speak with each other. Maka kita akan berbicara satu dengan lain. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine if I stand downstairs at Hyatt Kapak and I call everybody, hi friend, hi friend? I think they will call the police. Dan kalau saya di Karpak sana tempat yang tidak tahu ketemu sama siapapun kita panggil teman, eh hi friends, gitu. Because it takes time to build friendship. Am I right? Karena butuh satu waktu untuk kita membangun persahabatan. And I call you friend because we are able to have a free conversation. Dan kita berteman karena kita mempunyai bebas berkomunikasi. The second quality of friendship is not only that we speak with each other, but a good friendship, you know, is someone that seek his presence means I long to 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 meet up with you. Bukan hanya sekedar ngobrol, tetapi juga ingin bertemu. Amen. Amen. The third quality of friendship is that friends would love to stay, you know, spending time with each other. Dan yang ketiga, mereka suka bersama-sama. And how true when you have lunch with your friend, you don't look at your watch. Ya, kalau kita itu ada makan siang dengan teman, kita nggak ngelihat jam tangan kita. Sometimes you can have a lunch for three, four hours with your friend. Mungkin kita makan siang dan kita menghabiskan waktu tiga empat jam. And you don't realize the time until the waiter comes to you and says, "We are closing." Yeah, sampai diusir sama pelayannya, sir. Because friends enjoy each other's company. Karena teman itu sahabat itu menikmati satu dengan lain. You know what, dear friends? Do you have a tent of meeting where God could meet with you face to face and talk to you as a friend? Apakah kita punya satu kemah pertemuan di mana kita bertemu dengan Tuhan dan Tuhan berbicara kepada kita seperti seorang sahabat? 
I enjoy my 4 a.m. time with God. Saya menyukai waktu pagi jam 4 pagi itu. Some of you ask me and says what time you sleep. Orang-orang saya tanya jam berapa saya tidur. Let me tell you my secret. I sleep at 8 o'clock. Ya, saya tidur jam 8 malam. Yeah, I sleep at 8. You know, so that I can wake up at 4. Supaya bisa bangun jam 4 pagi. It's a very precious time for me to hear from the Lord. Adalah waktu yang khusus untuk saya bisa mendengar firman Tuhan. You know, I tell God, Lord, I cannot go to my school and speak to the students if I don't hear from you. Tuhan, aku nggak bisa pergi ke sekolah untuk mengajar kalau aku nggak pernah mendengar daripada Engkau. And dear friends, to know the kingdom of God that is within us, we need to cultivate. Amen. The intimacy with God our Father. Mengenal bahwa kerajaan itu ada di dalam diri kita, kita harus mempunyai intimasi dengan Tuhan. You know, dear friends, let me challenge you. We are living in the end times where Jesus is coming again. Kita ini hidup di akhir zaman di mana Tuhan akan datang kembali. And God wants to raise up kingdom people for His kingdom. Dan Allah itu menyiapkan satu umat bagi kerajaannya. We can no longer just cruise along. We need to run for Him. Amen. Kita tidak hanya bisa santai-santai saja, tapi kita harus berlari bagi Dia. And the Bible says that day they wait upon the Lord, God will renew your strength. You shall mount up with wings as eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Amen. Mereka akan memperbaharui kekuatannya. Dear friends, I pray that today that God will stir your hearts. Hari ini biar Allah itu membangkitkan kita. That we are living in end times and God is raising kingdom people on earth. Kita hidup di akhir zaman dan Allah sedang membangkitkan umat kerajaannya. And we need to hear from the Father for His assignment for us. Kita perlu mendengar daripadanya tentang tugas bagi kita. You know, dear friends, all of us have different assignments. Setiap kita punya tugas yang berbeza. What is God's assignment for you? Apa tugas Allah bagi engkau? Moses knew his assignment. Musa tahu tentang tugasnya. He was supposed to be the deliverer of Israel. Dia menjadi pelepas bagi umat Israel. I'm excited. I'm running on my last lap. I know God's assignment for me right now is in Tungling Bible School. Saya tahu tugas Allah bagi saya yaitu di Tungling Bible School. And what is your assignment God has for you? Apa tugas bagi saudara? I pray. Saya berdoa. That you would spend time face to face with God. Setiap saudara akan meluangkan waktu untuk berjumpa muka dengan muka. You know what is the stealer? What steals us? What robs us from that? Apa yang biasanya mengganggu kita yang merampok waktu kita? Let me pull up the slides and show to you. This is the thing that will rob us face to face with God. Inilah yang biasanya merampok waktu kita bertemu dengan Tuhan. Go back to that one. You know what is that? Facebook. Ya, kau tahu. Itu Facebook, face to face atau Facebook. Yeah, how true. You know, we need to redeem the time for the Lord. Kita perlu menebus waktu itu bagi Tuhan. The devil will rob us. Iblis akan berusaha merampok, merampas waktu itu. From our time with God the Father. Dari waktu kita bersama dengan Tuhan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I pray that God will will help us to restore back the time, redeem the time back for Him. Biar Allah itu membuat kita mampu mengambil kembali waktu itu, merampas waktu itu kembali buat dia. May King David's prayer be our prayer from Psalms 27 verse 4. Seperti Daud berdoa di Mazmur 27. David says one thing, not many, one thing. Satu saja yang aku minta. Jesus says one thing. Yesus berkata juga satu hal saja. Paul in the book of Philippians says says one thing. Paulus mengatakan dalam buku Filipi. Everybody take out your finger and say one thing. Satu hal, satu hal. You know, in our life, we don't need many. We need one thing. Kita tidak perlu banyak hal. Kita perlu satu hal saja. What is this one thing? Apakah satu hal itu? And King David says, "I one thing I ask of the Lord. This is what I seek." Satu hal yang ku minta kepada Tuhan itulah yang ku ingini. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Untuk diam di dalam rumah Tuhan seumur hidupku. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Untuk menyaksikan kemurahan Tuhan. And to seek Him in His temple. Dan menikmati baiknya. You know, dear friends, we need to gaze upon the Lord. Kita perlu memandang kemuliaan Allah. The word gaze means focus. Ya, artinya itu berfokus. The word gaze means fixed. Yaitu, ya, fokus melihat satu tempat. 
to run and to finish the race, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter Untuk menyelesaikan pertandingan iman kita, kita harus melihat kepada Yesus yang memulai dan mengakhiri iman kita. Amen. Amen. And I pray that each one of us will go to that place. Akan pergi ke tempat itu. The place of tent of meeting. Waktu uh, tempat adalah uh, kemah pertemuan itu. Let's look at the fourth point here, the fourth observation. Dan yang keempat adalah The tent of meeting was a place of personal renewal and rest. Kemah pertemuan adalah tempat pembaharuan dan tempat istirahat, ketentraman. You see Moses says, Lord, if you are pleased with me. Dikatakan oleh Musa, jika engkau berkenan kepadaku. Moses prayer and cry to the God was three things. Maka Musa meminta tiga hal. He says, Lord, may you teach me your ways. Beritahukanlah kiranya jalan-jalanmu kepadaku. So that I may know you. Dan yang kedua untuk supaya aku mengenal engkau. And continue. Dan melanjutkan. To find favor with you. Dan supaya aku tetap yang ketiga mendapatkan kasih karunia atau perkenalan di hadapanmu. Dan Allah menjawab. The Lord says, "My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest." Hadiratku, aku sendiri akan membimbing kau dan berikan kepadamu. You know, as we look at this, these three things that Moses asked of God. Ada tiga hal yang Musa minta kepada Tuhan. You know, dear friends, I pray that this will be the three things that we will ask of God this morning in our life. Biarlah itu juga menjadi permintaan kita pagi hari kepada Tuhan. If you do not know what to ask, kalau kau tidak tahu apa yang harus kau minta, ask the Lord these three things. Mintalah tiga hal ini. Number one, teach me. Yang pertama adalah ajar aku. Help me to know you. Biarlah aku tahu jalan-jalanmu. Help me that I may find favor with you. Supaya aku mengenal engkau dan supaya aku mendapatkan perkenalan. Let's bring up the slides so that we can see a summary of these three things here. Kita lihat berikutnya. The first thing Moses says, God, Lord, teach me, instruct me. Yang pertama Musa katakan, ajar aku Tuhan. You know, we need to allow God to teach us through His Word. Kita perlu Allah itu mengajar kita lewat Firman-Nya. The Scripture says in John 8:32, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. Katakan kalau kau mengenal kebenaran itu, maka kebenaran itu akan memerdekakan engkau. Let me just add one more thing. Saya ingin tambahkan satu lagi. A lot of us know the truth, but we are still not free. Banyak kita tahu kebenaran itu, tapi kita belum bebas. If you Abide and practice and do the truth, you will be set free. Kalau engkau tetap tinggal dan melakukan kebenaran itu, engkau akan dibebaskan. A lot of us know here, but we do not do it. Sering kali kita tahu dalam pikiran kita, tapi kita tidak melakukannya. So Jesus says, if you know the truth, not just knowing but doing it, you will be set free. Kalau engkau tahu kebenaran itu dan melakukannya, maka engkau akan dibebaskan. You know, the instruction of God's word will renew our mind. Jalan-jalan Tuhan, instruksi dari Tuhan itu akan memperbaharui pikiran kita. The word of God will change our values. Akan mengubah nilai-nilai kita. The word of God will shape our belief in God. Akan menggoncangkan kepercayaan kita kepada Dia. Dear friends, because our belief will shape our behavior. Akan membentuk kepercayaan kita akan membentuk perilaku kita. Am I right to say? Yeah, your belief will shape you for who you are. Kepercayaan engkau akan menentukan membentuk perilaku kita. And and Paul in Romans chapter twelve verse two says, and do not conform to the standards of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Roma dua belas ayat dua katakan jangan langkau menjadi serupa dengan dunia ini, tapi berubahlah oleh perubahan budimu supaya engkau tahu apa yang baik dan berkenan kepada Allah. My dear friends, do not allow the world. To shape you to who you are. Jangan biarkan dunia itu membentuk hidupmu. We need the word of God to shape us. Oh, kita perlu firman Tuhan yang membentuk hidup kita. And Moses not only say God that you teach me, but he says, let me know, let me act according to your purpose. Bukan hanya kita tahu, tetapi Musa juga berdoa supaya aku tahu, aku mengenal apa rencanamu. In Psalms 103 verse 7, the Lord says this. He says, "He made known his ways to Moses and his works to the children of Israel." Ya, Mas Bruno katakan bahwa Allah itu menunjukkan jalan-jalannya kepada Musa dan perbuatan tangannya kepada umat Israel. There is a big difference between ways and works. Ada beda antara jalan-jalan Tuhan dan pekerjaan Tuhan. 
You know what? I pray that this is our prayer, that this year God will take us higher and draw us deeper to know who He is. Dan biar tahun ini kita berjalan lebih tinggi lagi dan berjalan lebih dalam lagi sehingga kita tahu siapa dia. Amen. Amen. When you know His ways, you will know how to do accordingly. Dan kalau kita tahu jalan-jalannya, maka kita akan mengenal dia lebih lagi. When we know His ways, then we can learn to walk in the favor of God. Maka kita juga akan bisa berjalan di dalam perkenanan Allah. You know the favor the word favor means to sense God's presence in our life. Perkenanan itu artinya kita bisa merasa bahwa Allah itu beserta. You know this this new year as we celebrate new year, you know really we want to pray for the blessings of the favor of God to be upon you. Tahun baru ini kita mau memberkati satu dengan lain kita mau katakan bahwa perkenanan Allah turun ke atasmu. You know every day my prayer God I ask for your favor with you. And with men. Setiap hari saya berdoa Tuhan biar aku mendapatkan perkenan daripadamu dan dari perkenan daripada manusia. And I begin to see that when we operate under the favor of God, God will begin to accelerate His assignment for our lives. Dan waktu kita bekerja beroperasi di dalam perkenan Allah maka Allah itu mempercepat apa yang akan kita lakukan. Amen. Amen. And when the presence of God is with us, we will experience restedness. Allah itu ada bersama dengan kita maka kita akan merasa tentram, damai. You know, we all need that restedness within our soul. Kita perlu ada damai itu, istirahat. Let's pray that God that will help us to recenter, refocus our life back to the Lord again. Mari kita berdoa supaya kita ini kembali berfokus dan berpusat kepada Kristus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we can be a kingdom people. Kita menjadi umat kerajaan. Lastly. Yang terakhir. The tent of place of meeting was not just a place of renewal and rest, but it was a place of God's lingering presence. Bukan hanya tempat di mana kita diperbaharui dan mendapatkan ketentraman, tapi juga tempat di mana kita bisa menikmati hadirat Tuhan. You know, dear friends, let me just leave you with this. Ya, saya ingin tinggalkan saudara dengan ini. Verse 11. Ayat yang ke sebelas. He says Moses would return to the camp. Musa akan kembali ke perkemahannya. But his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Tetapi abdinya Yosua bin Nun tidaklah meninggalkan kemah itu. It's interesting that Joshua chose to linger, to dwell, to abide. Yosua itu tetap tinggal di kemah pertemuan itu. Meaning that he enjoyed the presence of God. Dia menikmati hadirat Allah di sana. You know, in your personal life. Di dalam kehidupan kita secara pribadi. I pray that you will be able to spend time lingering in God's presence. Saya berdoa supaya kita bisa menikmati, bisa berlama-lama di dalam hadirat Tuhan. People call us Russians. Kita ini disebut sebagai Russians. Because we Russian there. Karena kita rush ke sini ke sana. We don't want to be Russians. We want to stay in God's presence. Amen. How then can we bring the presence of God to the people out there who are lost? Bagaimana kita bisa membawa hadirat Tuhan kepada orang-orang di luar yang terhilang? Because when you spend time in His presence, you will leave that place more like Christ. Karena kalau waktu engkau tinggal di dalam hari Tuhan, waktu engkau keluar meninggalkan kema pertemuan itu, engkau akan sedih serupa dengan Kristus. You know, we don't have to carry a big Bible. Kita nggak perlu bawa Alkitab kita yang besar. Walk on the street. Berjalan di jalan-jalan. Oh, you Christian ah? Oh, engkau Kristen ah? You know what? By our attitudes. Lewat sikap hidup kita. By our, you know, response to people, people will say to you. Are you a believer in Christ? Dengan respon kita orang bisa tahu, oh engkau murid Yesus. And this come forth because we have spent time in His presence. Itu akan terjadi kalau kita tinggal di dalam hati Tuhan. Amen. And the Lord wants the kingdom people as we go out of this place. Dan umat kerajaan itu ketika kita meninggalkan tempat ini. To be the fragrance of our Lord Jesus. Menjadi bau keharuman bagi Kristus. You know, a lot of us ladies, we spray Chanel, right? Kita para wanita spray itu Chanel. Ah, smell good. Semprot, baunya enak. But you know, the Bible says that we all are also a fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kita juga membawa bau keharuman dari Kristus. In Second Corinthians chapter two. Dua Korintus pasal yang ke Second Corinthus pasal kedua. 
It tells us that we are a fragrance of Christ. Kita ini membawa bau harum dari Kristus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How, what, how do we smell like? Baga- bagaimana bau kita? We all must smell like Jesus. Kita harus berbau Yesus Kristus. The fruit of the Spirit. Yaitu buah-buah Roh Kudus. Love. Kasih. Joy. Sukacita. Kindness. Kebaikan. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. There is no other place. Tidak ada tempat yang lain. I pray this morning. Biar pagi hari ini. Add into your 2019 calendar. Tambah itu di kalender 2019. A place to go. Satu tempat yang akan kita pergi. The tent of meeting. Kemah pertemuan. Ol Mohed. Ol Mohed. An appointment with the Lord. Satu bertemu janji dengan Tuhan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we stand? Mari kita berdiri sama-sama. May this be our prayer. Kiranya ini menjadi doa kita. We have listened to the message. Kita sudah mendengarkan firman Tuhan. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you today? Sekarang apa yang Roh Kudus berbicara kepada saudara? It is important not to just to hear the words of man, but to hear the word of the Father. Penting sekali untuk kita mendengar lebih daripada perkataan manusia, kita mendengar perkataan dari Bapa. You know, dear friend, this is the most important, most sacred moment. Inilah waktu yang terpenting. And God is speaking to us individually. Dan Allah berbicara kepada kita setiap kita secara pribadi. God is saying to you, my child. Allah katakan anakku. Would you come? Apakah engkau mau datang? Accept my invitation. Dan menerima undanganku. Come to this place. Datang ke tempat ini. That I can meet with you. Supaya aku dapat bertemu dengan engkau. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are, worship Him. We're gonna sing the song as a Nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you're the center. Let's realign our life to God Everything today. Revolves around you, Jesus. You, nothing else, nothing else matters. Hallelujah. Nothing in this world will do, Jesus. Jesus, you're the center. Yes, Lord, you are. Everything revolves around. center of it all Dear friends I'm going to end very soon Saya akan akhiri segera I like us this morning to say God Lord Saya I want to be found in your presence Pagi hari ini kita ingin berkata kepada Tuhan Tuhan aku ingin engkau menemui aku I want to be found in the presence to allow you to instruct me Supaya engkau bisa mengajar jalan-jalanmu I want to be found in your presence that God that you will show me and and teach me to know your ways Aku ingin Tuhan ada dalam hadiratmu supaya engkau bisa menunjukkan dan mengajarku jalan-jalanmu Lord I will be found in your presence to inquire of you Di dalam hadiratmu supaya aku bisa mencari engkau dan bertanya kepada And this is your prayer Dan kalau ini adalah doamu Dear friends I want you to lift up your hands to the Lord and say God Lord I want to be that Lord this is my prayer This is my prayer for this new year God that I want to align my life to you God Come on church God wants God wants our hearts today As we sing, the, sing it again let it be your prayer to the Lord Amen Hallelujah wherever you are lift up your hearts to God Amen Nothing else matters Nothing in this world will do Yes Lord we pray right now Holy Spirit just come Jesus you're the center Jesus, you're the center. Yes, Lord Jesus. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you nothing else, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Let's sing it to the Lord and say, God, Lord. Jesus, you're the center.
the center of it all. You're the center of it all. You're the center of it all. Father, we pray right yes. now. God. You're looking at every hand that's lived to you. Lord. Every heart that's turned to you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your promise that when we draw near to you, you will draw near to Terima us. Kasih untuk janjimu bahwa kalau kami mendekat kepadamu, engkau akan mendekat kepada kami. Father, we pray that today, Lord, that each one of us may surrender our life to you and say, God, Lord, we want to be a people, Lord, that know you. Kami berdoa Tuhan biar kami boleh mendekat kepadamu dan kami menjadi orang-orang yang mengenal engkau. We want to be a people that know you and do great exploits for you. Mengenal engkau dan melakukan hal-hal yang luar biasa, kakak berkasih. Father, we pray that you removed every fear. Engkau menghapus setiap ketakutan. Removed every bondages. Setiap uh, ikatan. That deters us from coming to you. Yang menghalangi kami untuk datang kepada Tuhan. And Lord, we want to confess today And that you are the Lord of all. Mau mengatakan bahwa Engkau adalah Tuhan dari segalanya. We want to allow you to be be the King over our lives. Engkau menjadi Raja dalam kehidupan kami. We allow you to sit in the center of our lives, Lord. Engkau duduk di pusat hidup kami. And we pray that the kingdom of God, Lord, will be established within us. Dan biar kiranya kerajaan Allah itu ditegakkan atas hidup kami. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name and all God's people say, Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give a mighty shout.